0: Hello, hello. This is Yuri with Let's Talk Moving and Moving Sales Professionals. And with me this morning, I have Kyle Pearson, the owner of Pearson Moving out of Phoenix, Arizona. How are you doing today, Kyle?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited.
0: Great, great. Awesome. I always like to have as many people as possible from all over the country. So if anybody's out there, you've got a great moving company, reach out to us. Let's talk about it. But uh, what has led you to moving? What has gotten you into the moving industry? So this is a funny one. Um, uh, I come from
1: no moving background at all. Um, you know, all the moving I did. Um, our family when I was growing up as a kid had a had a major van line relocate us out of state. I remember that movie. That was the only move I did as a kid. Um, but you know, being in college, it was just my pickup truck, right? Uh moving myself. But uh, I started my moving company 10 and a half years ago on actually a double dog dare uh from my best friend hey chap he challenged me he's like why don't you why don't you buy a trailer and start moving people and I thought about it for about 5 seconds and uh, emptied my savings account that I had at the time I was 19 years old and ran on to Craigslist and bought a 16 foot enclosed trailer to tow with my truck and I'm the type of guy that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go full throttle and not look back. And so I just started hitting it hard. And after a couple of months, I left kind of the job I was doing in college. i was working at a car dealership. And um, and then after about one year full time doing moving, I, I decided just to leave school. I don't really like using the term drop out because I don't want to I don't want to retain the title as a quitter. <laughs> um, I just didn't see the correspondence with continuing my secondary education at, at university, um, where I was instead running a small business, which is truly what I wanted to do with my life. And so I just went full throttle. I changed paths and just went full throttle into operating my moving company. And so yeah, yeah 10 I, years later,
0: here we are. Yeah, I hear you. It's the same thing. I mean, I got a I got a college degree, but I I didn't start using it till like till I opened uh moving sales professionals literally like i did not nice. use a single thing you know i did i had a communications degree but i used absolutely nothing that i got my yeah. education on you know i paid thousands and thousands of dollars for what so ultimately at the end of the day uh you know i think it's more old school to say, oh, if you have your college education, you're going to achieve goals in life. You know what? There's plenty of people that got college education that achieve absolutely nothing in life besides saying, sure. I graduated from this you know, big deal school. Okay, well, what would you do with it? Right. Hmm? Uh, you know, so it's like, absolutely. you know, that happens all the time. And that's uh, like, I've met plenty of people in my life, moving, not moving, that had no college education whatsoever so that just barely had a high school diploma, but they're some of the smartest people I know. And it's, so what does that tell you? Are you, you, you got to figure at the end of the day, you got to figure it out with yourself. So forget about, I mean, maybe I'm going to get crucified for this later, but forget about what your parents say about needing to get a college education. You need to figure out what you yeah. want to do. If call, co- if you don't know what you want to do, then yeah, college maybe is the best way to you for you to figure it out. Uh, but, if you do know what you wanna do and you feel like you're not learning it there, I mean it's not dropout, it's more making a wise future business decision where you're not gonna have extra twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars that you're gonna owe to Uncle Sam or the college or whoever. Right. You know, right. it's about making a decision that's ultimately gonna impact your future one way or another, right? Yeah. So what have you been doing, Kyle, for the past two years with the housing market situation? Obviously, everybody's facing it right now, especially in the movie. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So right now, our company is, we're,
1: we're we're pretty much maintaining a little better than the levels we had uh, right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we, we catch ourselves. We don't really want to say like, oh, we're in a down year because the way we're looking at it was, the two year boom of COVID was like whipped cream on the Sunday. Like it was, it, oh, yeah. it, it was an extra, extra. It was a benefit kind of a thing. It was like and I think a lot of moving companies, us, us included, we we made some large transactions uh, during COVID to grow our business, and I'm glad that we did. Uh, but at the same time, I know there's a lot of guys out there that were projecting that COVID sales was their new middle, you know, was their, was their new line. And after the housing market, the interest rates ran up, everything, you know, moving did slow down. And so we, we've tried to pivot ourselves a little bit. We're still staying true to our traditional services, residential apartments, homes, you know, storage, everything like that. But we've been doing a lot more commercial style moves. So moving your businesses, offices, warehouses, contractors you name it so we've been getting talk to mr katz
0: busy- okay Ed you know? yeah, that's, I've, that's I've the man you gotta talk to yet. okay awesome he, he uh, is the girl of commercial moving office moving that's that's the man that's the man you gotta talk to and now for a quick message from our sponsors for a limited time only we have partnered with an seo and marketing company with discounted rates for their services schedule an appointment bill Calendly link below to learn more. Thank you, and now getting back to the podcast. And then, you know, we've been switching up our marketing techniques. Google has worked
1: really well for our business um, for, for many years, and, and it still does, and it's still one of our largest driving factors. But we have kind of branched out, and I've personally taken on a job of exploring the social media world. Um, you know, I'm on social media a lot, just naturally. And I see other business owners, other businesses that are just consistently in my face. And, you know, they're posting 20, 30 story updates. Am I there day. yet? And, Kyle, am I there yet? <laughs> am, I, am I in your face yeah, yet when I, it comes I, to that stuff? I'm trying. I, I, I see your stuff too. and And so... I, for so long, I was like, no one wants to hear from me. Like, I'm just a, you know, average business owner, small business owner here in Arizona. Like, what am I going to post that's going to provide value to other people? And what I learned was the majority of people are like me, right? There are those top dogs and things like that all across the industry and in other industries that have the flashy lifestyle with the cars and the jets and things like that. But most of society doesn't, doesn't really have that. Matter. That's so... the
0: question, though. <laughs> the flashy lifestyle doesn't really matter. You know, it's like ultimately, right. ultimately, okay. So you have flashy cars and flashy homes and stuff like that, but how's your family? That's that's the important part, right? That's your family is the important part. What 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 size car? And I'm saying that on purpose. You have in your driveway it does not matter. It doesn't matter. It's not a nice. measuring stick. It's kind of the same thing that a lot of people talk, well, you know, how much did you gross last year? It does not matter how much you grossed last year. What matters is how much you brought home after everything. Because a person in California or on the West Coast is going to gross more than a person on the East Coast, right? Simply because... Everything is more expensive. Insurances are more expensive. Trucks are more expensive. Warehouse space is more expensive. More like or, or everything that you that associated with running and moving company is more expensive in California than it is in Maryland, for example. In Maryland, you can w- rent a good size warehouse probably under $5,000. You can get a good size warehouse. Yeah. Well, exactly. you exactly. know, like in California for $5,000. I don't even know if you can get a warehouse, to be honest. Right. Like, I could be wrong. Maybe some yeah. like California guy's going to say, no, no, we can get it, but probably not. It's probably not going to be very big if you do. Right. So, if you yeah. take all those expenses, somebody that says, I gross 20 million, and somebody that says, I gross 8 million, the 8 million guy may actually take home more money than the $20 million guy.
1: Good. So, yeah. what does that
0: really mean? Right. And now for a word from our sponsors. If you're a moving business owner, you may have already heard of Moversville, an email marketing service that helps moving companies increase, repeat, and referral business. But have you heard of Moversville Connect? Moversville Connect is an incredible resource for all things moving. They feature an array of vendors and services that cater specifically to the moving industry. You can find companies that provide moving software, moving sales services, marketing services, moving equipment providers, and much, much more. Visit moversville.com today to learn more. Yeah. How, how do you run your business? And, you know, what are you watching the true number, which is your bottom line? Right. And as far as social media goes, which I have been talking about that really a lot lately, if you guys have been following yeah. what I've been saying in the shorts and the reels and obviously in the podcast, but I'm talking about that yet again, is that that is the future. Okay. If you go to any mall in America, right. And you go walk down the down just walk you know down one level of that mall every other person you pass is going to have a cell phone in their hand every other person every other person is either on facebook or instagram or tiktok or whatever else that they're using right but they're on there all the time right so what's the best thing to do you need to get yourself in front of these people if your social media is not there and then the other thing too is that look I was talking to somebody just recently about this too another a moving company owner that's one of our clients. We were chatting about this cuz I looked at one of his shorts and I had some my points. Look, make your short about something that's short. How do you wrap a piano or how you wrap, you know, a curio that's cabinet good. or something like that. Make it about something that doesn't take you 10 minutes to describe and don't go in circles, you know. Go straight yeah. for it. Okay we got a, today we had a piano job. This is what needs to happen with a piano job. This is how it needs to be wrapped. This is how it needs to be handled. This is what we need to do in order to make sure that uh, everything is, uh, you know, the customer is happy. This is what we need to do if they're short, uh, like whatever, 90 degree angle stairs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? If you want to have a long video, right, if you want to talk about something that's going to be 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes, whatever, right, and it's just just you talking, you're not actually having an interview with somebody like I am, right, most of the time. Uh, If you're just talking about specific subject, then you need to talk about something that you're going to be passionate about, right? Something that you're not going to um 50 billion times, right? That's one thing. The other thing, too, is that if you're going to put this stuff out, like, me I have a different background so besides dealing with moving besides dealing with sales I have a theater background I went to school for theater and I spent good good probably 10 fifteen years of my life towards that from since I was twelve right so for me it's a natural thing to speak in front of a lot of people it's a natural thing to uh to film things and, and even then uh the fir- or the first couple of times we did it I had to cut out a bunch of ums out of my uh recordings because yeah. i was doing that a lot yeah. too um and like and whatever uh, so you, before you actually go and post something record yourself a couple of times listen to yourself a couple of times have some friends listen to you and give you you know constructive criticism and by the way i'm guys i'm I'm open to coaching so if anybody is interested in any of that please hit, hit me up i'm more i'm willing to i'm more than willing to feel, help you guys out that's not a problem but uh You know, make that adjustment. So you're when you start posting from day one, I mean, the more you do it, the better that you're going to get. But you want to kind of figure out what are what are the things that are hurting you that that's, you know, it's not going to take you. You shouldn't be spending 10 minutes describing a piano move. It doesn't take that long. Right. Now, if you're passionate about something, you're passionate about social media, or you're passionate about uh, moving industry, or you're passionate about your trucks, or you're passionate about your guys, or you're passionate about your family life, your faith, whatever else may be, things like that we can talk about for realistically. We can talk about for hours. So those are the easy things to talk about, to post without going around in circles, right? You just focus on one subject that you're passionate about, right? And that's, that's what ah. I think that's going to make it easier, especially if you're trying to produce more than 30 seconds worth of content. But realistically, piano, 30 seconds to 60 seconds is probably that much. You know, you probably got more than enough content. Therefore, you don't need more time than that. Just get to the point. Correct. I love it right so that that's but that's that's extremely important because we we need that that's the way of the future realist look there's companies out there has been there for 20 30 years and these are the companies that generally most of them i'm not going to say all of them but most of them they don't want to change what they're doing in their life because like well i've been successful i've been making money this way why would i want to change well we're not living in the same world as we did even 5 years ago even 2 years ago it's not the same world in covid the problem yeah. w- was that a lot of uh, moving companies had the older companies, or me, for example, when I was in business, I saw that as a blip. I I knew right when when we had that crazy fall where we had more money rolling in in October than the world rolling in in July, which like never happens, right? Ah, uh, so it was like, yeah, there's no way this is going to be sustainable. There's no way it's going to last. And the problem is, is that some companies came into business right at that moment, and yes. they thought that this was the norm. And these and honestly yeah. a lot of these companies are not companies anymore they don't exist anymore period no. you know so it's it's very very important to make sure that uh that you realize look we're going this is a whether we like it or not this is a seasonal business things do slow down a little at least a little bit they always slow down in wintertime if you manage to yeah. figure something out that that's you know that's not slowing you down during wintertime, more power to you. Great, you're, you know something most most companies don't. You figure something out. Most companies have right? But most of the time, it does slow down. What does that mean? That means that summer, whenever it is hitting and pumping, don't spend all your money. Put some money away for the winter to make sure that you're you're that you have it there. If you do have to pay your guys a little bit extra because there's no work and you don't want to lose them, because at the end of the day, my salespeople are my life, right? If if I don't have right. my salespeople, I don't have my business. If you guys don't have your movers, your foreman, your dispatch, you don't have your moving company. So you want to make right. sure that you have that money in the bank waiting to be able to take care of those people if you have to. Because, right. you know, I forget who said this, but we are responsible for who we fed, who we got used to what we do, who is right there that's part of our everyday life, right? We, they're used to us. They're dependent on us. They're dependent on paying their bills. Depend- their families are dependent on us. So, you know, you want to make sure you take care of those people. They they take care of you. They make you money, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. true.
0: So speaking of that, wh- what are you doing, Kyle, to keep your workers engaged during the slower times? What are you doing?
1: Yeah, good question. So we have... Um... Over the years before, kind of more so this year, we we just lacked the ongoing training. Uh, we were guilty of it. You know, we, we would bring new guys on. We do about one to two days of on-the-job training with them. And then that was kind of it. We didn't really focus on recurrent training. Uh, whereas this year, we put a huge focus on it. So we hold a company-wide meeting every week with the movers, we choose a random topic, whatever it is to sharpen their sword, sharpen their skills, and we work through it. We always get the movers, you know, breakfast, energy drinks for these for these weekly meetings. And it just kind of helps bring the team together for like, you know, one whole meeting every week. So we're, we're in the front of the entire team, once a week, bringing everyone together. And that's that's been huge because, you know, now all your staff, your movers, they feel heard, they feel seen. Uh, and so that's been really good. It's also just been helping with overall customer satisfaction because our right. movers are sharper now. Right. Uh, and then you know in our office we we try to just you know we make bets or challenges uh, that usually have a monetary reward or something like that. And you know we make it fun. Uh, a couple of guys in our office we did no shame November and all grew mustaches, and um, you know that was just fun coming to the office and you know seeing seeing how everyone was doing and things like that. So. Uh, we do workout challenges, things like that. So that's been it's been good. It's kind of just made it not feel like work so much uh, as it did in the years past.
0: All right, and I think that that's important because that 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 what you're doing is basically that that boils down to company culture. I uh, this past this past year, I went to. I mean, everybody knows I've been to a Louis Masara event. I go generally go in. I'm there on the outskirts pretty much every time um but i also went to new york state movers association this year and i was really? chatting with a i think he was a regional sales manager for allied or one of the bigger boys he was a regional okay. sales manager and he said something that stuck with me right and what he said was he said i hate summer and he said the reason i hate summer as a sales guy is because uh It's because during the summer, booking jobs is like shooting fish in a barrel. So you don't sharpen your skills. He said, I love wintertime. I love the slow season because that's when the salespeople really get an opportunity to sharpen their skills, to get better at deflection, better at objections, better at handling those, oh, I need to talk to my spouse or, oh, I need to do this or, oh, I need to do that you know, this is the time of year to get better to whether you're getting better as a moving team and have a better understanding, or as a sales team, this is the time to really sharpen your skills, you know, get some extra tools in your toolbox, right? Now is the time to do that. Uh, And uh, it's it's extremely important, because ultimately, we're trying to, obviously, every year, we want to achieve new heights, we have goals, you know, we You know, whether we want to go on extra vacation with our families or what have you, right? But we all want to achieve something. So if you get your people to really buy in, like times like these, is the times that you could have more, you know, um, get togethers with your team uh, and make sure that you're all on the same page. Like for movers, like for me, it was always a big deal when you had more than one job in a day, right? I want like, and I've said this a million times, my clients know this because it's one of my biggest pet peeves, right? So one of my biggest pet peeves is when uh, we get a call at three o'clock in the afternoon from a second job. And the guy goes, well, it's three o'clock. You guys were supposed to be here between one and three. I haven't heard from anybody. And you're like, because you don't know what's going on. And you're like, let me check in. You put them on hold, you call, and you find out that those guys, that the morning job was huge. You never knew. The guys are not even going to be done for another two hours. And nobody knew. And the customer has no idea. The second one, right? And the first one is starting to get a little pissy because the price now, he understands that he's going to be paying a lot more. Right? Yeah. My biggest pet peeve, you got to that first job, you know it's bigger. Call the office we yeah. need to know that the job is bigger because a we call that first customer we prep them so they right. know hours in advance that they have a bigger move they have you know hours right. in advance whether they're just going to stick to the items on the inventory or take everything they know if they're going right. to pay more they know what the situation is right so by the time it comes time to present them with a bill it's not a sticker shock there they've been preparing themselves right. for it all day right and yeah. then the second yeah. job, you call them at nine o'clock in the morning and say, Hey, the guys got to the first. It's huge. We're going to be late for sure. Don't know how late. It's too early for that. What do you want to do? We can reschedule you to right. a different day. You can go to work. The guys can c- call you back later. Or we can keep you posted, touch base at like three, four, whatever. Or, you know, if you have to cancel, you have to cancel. We, we get it. But I mean, this is where we are. What do you want to do? Right. Customer hates nothing more than when they feel they're not in control of their own move. Yeah, right. That's true. That one phone yeah. call can be a difference between claims, can be a difference between complaints, can be a difference yeah. between them picking on your guys when they show up tired and not tipping them. You know, they're uh, yeah. them trying to tell you that you did a scratch that was 20 years ago. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> all that stuff is part of it. So, if like it all it takes is one phone call from that foreman on the first job to let you know. And instead of having two pissed off customers, you may not have any.
1: That's it. That's it. One,
0: it's such a small thing. It's a five, you know, not even a five minute phone call to let you know what's happening, you know, that, that, and then you can jump on it way ahead of time before any of this becomes a problem. But so many, but so many moving companies don't. And I think that needs to be part of training. And realistically, for those of you guys that are new, that are listening to this, right, install this policy from day one, because it's so much harder to get this installed when you guys have been used to doing it a certain way for five, 10 years. Yes. It's hard to bring on changes, you know, with time. It's hard to get everybody to buy into those changes, and frankly, you will lose some people because there will be some people that will be stubborn and will be against those changes, even though they make perfect sense to everybody else. Yeah, I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, engage now. Now's the time to engage, and you know, if everybody talks and you know everybody's heard, the movers are heard, the salespeople are heard, the manager, the dispatch, everybody's on the same page, you can incorporate these things right and you can have people get on the same page with you your staff be with you you know it once again it comes down to uh company culture and that's you know we we use that word a lot these days just like we talk about social media because it's both of those things are extremely important to any successful business or successful life for that matter you know you gotta have a certain way and you gotta be able to do things and keep do what you say do, do what you preach 100%. So, but uh, let me ask you this. Are you doing anything uh, to engage the community at all?
1: Yeah. So that's another uh, outside of our comfort zone we've tried this year. So we have sponsored multiple community events. Um, you know, we're a part of our local. So we're located in uh, the city of Mesa, which is just ultimately a, a suburb of Phoenix. Uh, it's probably the largest and uh, so we're part of the Mesa chamber of commerce. And, you know, we, we take a look at their events. One we just did that we're passionate about is their aviation fascination event, which is at the the local Mesa the airport. Uh, there's like 50 airplanes, helicopters, fighter jets. They have, you know, Boeing is actually. That's when you get to move a airport. piano on a fighter jet. I got it. <laughs> exactly and so they have like the Apache helicopter out there uh you know basic police of their helicopters which is a lot of cool stuff so we actually take out uh, a spot we had our movie truck on the ramp next to all the airplanes we made um, a few hundred kids toy airplanes with our logo on it uh, you know there's a lot of vendor tables at the event and stuff but we know that there were hundreds of kids going home that night with little airplane toys, that they're probably not going to throw out for a while. Uh, that have our company logo right on top,
0: and so that was a really <laughs> product cool event placement. People did. product placement.
1: Yeah, and then on top of that, we've sponsored you know a handful of realtor events, realtor training events, uh, you know, small business events. We've taken out booths and kind of positioned ourselves out front because realtors are you know a great referral tool for the movie industry,
0: especially right now because right now. If in the past, and I give all the props to, Gre- to Greg and the home, and you know, and the U.S. home listings, but at the same yeah. time, uh, and, and that's still a great tool. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to knock Greg. Greg, you're awesome. Uh, but uh, it's still a great tool. But today, with the housing market and interest rates and everything else, the other thing that you need to focus on is the high-end rentals market. If you're able to get some, I don't know how that would work because that's not my specialty. But if you're able to figure out how to get lists of these high-end rentals, yeah. you know where people are renting three-bedroom, four-bedroom house, you know condos, houses, yeah, you know, what what it mentions whatever, right? Because honestly, right. here's a situation like for us here in Maryland where we are, right? I could buy, I, I want to buy a four-bedroom house, right? and i'm not the person that's going to be doing all this fixer up stuff cuz that's that's not my thing that's not what i do i'm not going to fix up a house right i want to move into a place that's ready to move in the most i want to pay for is cosmetics get the paint job or whatever right um so right. a place like that today costs maybe 600 650k for a four bedroom okay right. where we are right. um uh, but here's the reality it does not cost that if you went back to, uh, a, two years ago, right before this, that same place would cost like 500K. So you're talking 100, 100 to 150K more money that this place is worth plus at 7.58% a pop, right? So smart people, they're not buying these places. They're renting a place, they're paying about the same amount for rent that they would pay for mortgage, But A, they're not locked into 7.58%. B, they're not locked into 15, 30-year mortgage, right? They're in a situation where they can, once hopefully everything changes and things start dropping, because look, we we know what happened in 2010 with the bubble, right? We know this is going to happen again. We just don't know when. We don't know if it's going to happen this year, if it's going to happen this year, hopefully next year. Hopefully it happens soon, but we know this bubble is going to go into burst, right? And when it bursts... Those houses that are going to be bought for the people are going to buy for six fifty k that really worth five hundred, they're going to lose yeah. a lot of money. So yeah. it's like the smart people are going okay. Well, let me rent for maybe a year, maybe two until this thing bursts, and then once it bursts, I'll buy. Yeah, because ultimately they, uh, if they buy right now, they're going to lose more money because of the interest rates and because of the higher price that it's not worth than they would on the rental. Right. Right. That's it. So you got to think about all that. But anyway, uh, we can talk about a lot of things. We can talk about moving. We can talk about sales. We can talk about community events. And I think, by the way, community events, I'm a big fan of that. I think that, uh, I mean, that's something that I certainly want to get involved in more. I'm not involved in it like I should be. I admit it. But, uh, I think that's a way. you need to separate ultimately, you want to separate yourself from your competition. We want to do something different that the other places are not doing. So, uh, right. the fact that you're doing that, that's great. Keep up the social media work. I'm going to be reaching out. and if you if you ever you know end up putting together a podcast, hit me up.
1: Yeah, okay. No awesome.
0: problem. So once again, cool. uh, thank you so much for joining me, Kyle. It's been a pleasure. And as I always say, the world moves on its own. So let the professionals move yours for you. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. Have a great time and we'll talk to you soon.